So I was just recently, glad you mentioned that. I was just recently in LA uh, visiting one of uh, my favorite podcasters. And uh, after I saw Mark Marin, I was like, oh, Corey lives in town, doesn't he? I'll swing by his place. Oh, yeah, Corey's there? Corey's there? next to Marin. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Uh, I was down there on a Their Saturday. Actually, <laughs> we're there to visit. <laughs> oh, hey, Corey! Oh, that sound of a better podcast in the background. That's my asshole roommate, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Quit making money over there. So, I when you look on a map, like uh, Los Angeles is enormous, and I just think, oh, oh that's all L.A. But um, I was doing this race in Ventura, California, and I was like, that's pretty close to Corey. And I had to be up at like 5 a.m. And I, so long story short, I got a, I found the cheapest motel I could get, a Motel 6 in Ventura the night before I was going to go then see Corey. Um, it was so cheap that uh, the Motel 6 closer to the race was three times as much as this Motel 6. Mm. <laughs> so I Whoa. was like, Whoa. Yeah. They do not keep a light on for you. It's too dangerous. <laughs> I haven't been in a motel period in a long time, and this is kind of like a sketchy side of town situation. And so I'm expecting like horror. I'm just expecting the worst for this stay. It's just one night. Just get it over with. And I pull in, and you have to like go up to the front part of the building to, to check in. And as I'm walking up to the lobby... There's fucking caution tape across the windows. <laughs> and I was like, uh, what am I? And I go into the little like vestibule, like open the first door. There's blood splatters on the fucking <laughs> windows. And I'm like, are <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> and I open the thing. And then inside, there's like a happy Halloween decoration. I'm like, uh, are you fucking kidding me? It was Halloween. I was like, you cannot do this at the shitty motel. Like, awesome. <laughs> Caution tape and blood? No, go with uh, cobwebs and a spooky ghost hanging mm. or something. But I you walk cannot up and do I'm caution like, tape and blood. I see blood splatter, and then I see a Frankenstein. I'm like, God <laughs> damn oh it. Oh, God, 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 get the fuck out of here. The uh, <laughs> real F word behind the desk, if you know what I mean. I'm scared of fire. <laughs> yeah. That skeleton looks like he's dancing. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. This is the wrong side of the tracks. Hey, I walked in. I thought they were playing improvisational marimba, but nope, nope. That was skeleton dancing. <laughs> it's a skeleton's rib cage. <laughs> they were playing on the rib cage of a skeleton. <laughs> this is your Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three stars. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening, sanctioned by the Internet Athletic Commission. Our three judges scoring the contest at Octagon Side are Corey Siefker, Matt Siefker, and Grant Siefker. And when the action begins, our referee in charge of the Octagon, Ben Siefker. This champion bout is brought to you by Them Old Shanks. And now, for those in attendance, and Lil Captain Travis around the world... This is the moment you've all been waiting for. Pre-recorded from the sold-out internet, <laughs> it's time! Now, Grant, have fun making that not sound like shit. Uh, hey, if you no understood... Do. Yeah, it's probably all blown out <laughs> and crazy. Just slack my butthole. So, um, uh, if you... Audio, should, audio is like a good butthole. Audio is like a good butthole. You want it to be tight, 
and vice versa and vice versa i've always said it uh if you know what i just did or if you recognized that then you are familiar with the ultimate fighting championship and bruce buffer's introduction before championship matches the ultimate fighting championship it's a mixed martial arts which means punching kicking you know all the martial arts it's all mixed together it's all Mm, in there baby all of them Punching and kicking, wrestling, submission stuff, those kinds of things are in there. Uh, just to check here, Matt, have you ever watched a UFC event or an MMA event of any kind? I have not. Never, ever. I was never just going to seen... a- no, I was just going to ask if, uh, is that required? Uh, am I allowed to be that here for this? Is shocking, <laughs> shocking. Uh, Corey, have you ever watched an ultimate fighting championship no i don't believe i have and i was pretty sure ben had like a first second and third like a rank for each of us he's like all both of you last <laughs> how'd you both never uh, see one tie for zero what yeah i can't I have can't a tie for zero. zero i can't divide by zero i can't divide have to by lie zero. real hard here uh grant have you ever watched a ufc event uh one time i'm an old okay. hat <laughs> an old hand an old many things <laughs> Watching one event or do, like multiple matches and stuff, maybe it was it was one event, so it was several okay. matches. Okay, so they they've had like five hundred some different events because they have I think they're on like UFC two hundred eighty or so. they have about as many main events or main shows as we have episodes, um, though they've been doing it longer, pussies. Uh, they just, have a bunch of events on FX and Fox. They have other kinds of things too. So they've had a bunch of these. But they go back to when I was in high school. I think sometime around then. The What it looks like now, I mean, this is a, a big sport. There are multiple promotions, although UFC is the king of them. Um, it's guys who... It's very uniform now. They wear short shorts, like bike shorts or something like that. Sometimes looser shorts. Who wears short shorts? <laughs> we do. We do, motherfucker. Um <laughs> They're wearing short shorts. They might ha- might be taped up, but they're not wearing shoes. They're wearing gloves that are fingerless gloves with some padding on them. Like, I don't know, an inch or three quarters of an inch of padding or something like that. Okay? Protects your knuckles, for, but let you, leaves your hands open so you can do things like submissions. They are wearing mouth guards because, my God, they're wearing mouth guards. Boxers wear mouth guards, right? These guys wear mouth guards, right? Of course. That's what this looks like now after it's been homogenized and kind of unified. I'm going back to the days when it was peach baskets, bushel baskets nailed up to the barn wall, my friend. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. White's Distraction. Dana White didn't get into this for yeah. a while, actually. But I'd, uh, like, yeah. I'd like to think that part of the part of the thrill of the early ones was having to stop before someone's parents got home or the cops showed up. Uh, cops showed up for sure. Okay. okay. Matt and Corey, you both wrestled. Grant, your martial arts career uh, was very early, although it's undefeated. Um, undefeated. Unlike you. <laughs> undefeated. An undefeated wrestling career. But mm-hmm. you have played Street Fighter too, right? Smoked some small children. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I've done that. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, Corey, never so much into the fighting games, but you get the idea. I get the uh, idea. You lose quarters and get beat. Look, <laughs> it's like, are you going to be the sumo guy or the karate guy 
or the guy with claws on his hands, or the guy who can be on fire. It's uh, like, the, which mm-hmm. of those styles... Guy. Every time. Which of those <laughs> styles is going to be the best? They let you do claws, Ben? They let you do claws. The early UFC, <laughs> And Corey. the metal mask, yes. Uh, <laughs> early ones, The yes, metal mask and the, the claws. claws. Uh, the C in UFC is for claws. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did... As you were talking through that, I'm picturing, like, the okay, the fat guy. I'm like, okay, E-Honda. The electric guy, I think you said. Okay, blonde uh-huh. guy. And when you said claws, for some reason, I was picturing lobster claws. And I was like, oh, now he's being silly. <laughs> and then when you said, oh, like, oh, like, oh, those types of claws. I was thinking lobster claws. <laughs> no. I was thinking Santa yeah. claws. Oh. <laughs> did they let you have lobster claws? Just, I, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. In early UFC? Yes, they did. <laughs> so... Like Street Fighter, which they were actively going for this, by the way. Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat were popular, and they were actively like, it's going to be like that. They were doing, they were going for a style versus style kind of thing, okay? And who the they were, were the Gracie family and uh, a certain fight promoter. And because the Gracie family, they were like, look, we do our thing. We whip everyone's ass in Brazil with this. We think that in a one-on-one fight where nothing else can happen, we think that our style is just going to whip ass, okay? So they decide on this, they're going to put this tournament on, okay? The rules are uh, no doping probes. <laughs> hmm. So it's very important. Uh, no holds barred. Nice. Except no biting and no eye gouging, okay? Those aren't holds. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No doping yeah. probes, meaning we will not drug test? We will not drug test, okay? <laughs> okay. That was, okay. like, very important to get mm. up front, okay? No governor on the boda. This is, this is a martial art. Holds would be part of it. And no, dr- no, no looking for drugs I take. No, Beat out no any, like, barred. oh, by the way, holds of the thing that we do. Now, now that mm. we've got the important stuff out of the way, wrestling. Holds, but no, none of them are barred, you see. You can use any hold you like. I'm just saying, Ben, it's Amendment 2. The first one was no doping. No doping probe. Don't look yeah, so what I'm yeah, taking. Yeah, gotcha. And I am going in the order that I, I read about this. Uh, so no biting, no eye gouging, no mandatory gloves or combative uniforms, okay? So you don't have to wear gloves. Uh, you don't have to wear like a, like certain shorts or whatever. You can wear whatever the fuck you want. No judges' scores. It's unlimited five-minute rounds with one minute in between. Uh, it's you. It goes until there's a knockout, a tap-out, or the corner stops it by throwing in the towel. Okay? That's the only way that you can win. The referee could stop a match for a minute, but otherwise, it's like, here we go. And <laughs> there are no weight classes. That is important. <laughs> okay? So... This doesn't exist, and it's hard because though none of the three of you guys give a fuck about this or watch any of this stuff, this is a very popular sport, okay? Um, Mm -hmm. There are kids' MMA gyms. This is a very popular sport nowadays. When it comes to kids, 100% the heaviest one. In the the (laughs) mid-90s, this is, it doesn't exist. Nothing exists like this. There is boxing, there is kickboxing, there is wrestling, there is professional wrestling. All right. And that's pretty much what there is. So they put out the call. They want to do a 16-man tournament. They put out the call to like all the famous kickboxers and all these people. And most of them are like, what the fuck is this? No, I don't want to do this stupid thing. Uh, And they end up getting eight fighters total. 
winner gets 50 grand, okay? In the 90s, this was still not much money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, again, they're going to try to showcase the Brazilian jiu-jitsu effectiveness. So, who do they get? Their toughest fighter, Hickson, does not do it. They get their scrawniest brother on purpose. Hoist. The Gracies? Yeah, these are the Gracies. Gracie? Okay. Yep. So Hickson is in all of their uh, movies at the time. They had this promotional video called uh, Gracies in Action where they just beat the shit out of Brazilians on the beach. Um, (laughs) They get Hoist because they're like, look, even he's going to beat these people up. Just watch. Okay. And it's perfect marketing in the end because Gracie Jiu Jitsu is like, Completely takes off after this, and they have dojos all over the place, and or gyms, and uh, everybody wants to learn jujitsu. Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, is it is it legally required if you to use the term jujitsu that you have to use the you like pay the Gracies or something? Like, there's a Gracie no, jujitsu down the street, and it's like every jujitsu I've ever seen is a Gracie jujitsu gym. <laughs> okay, if it's Gracie, yeah, you're paying them, or you're gonna get in trouble somehow, but. You could have like Matt Siefker jujitsu, and someone might go like, "Well, why should I study from you?" And you'll go, "I don't know, because it's pretty cool. We got beers. I can just put Gracie on my gym. Uh, what, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, trying, <laughs> right. to steal, trying to steal the name from people who have made a living of beating the crap out of people. What are they gonna do to me? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They can sue me all they want. <laughs> <laughs> so. When I was reading about reading up on the first one, there was a lot from Ken Shamrock. So Ken Shamrock is a mixed martial artist. Uh, he, at the time, would train in multiple things, okay? So he could throw lots of punches. He could wrestle. He could do karate kind of stuff. Ken was like a, a pretty tough dude. And one of his students saw a mag- an ad in, I think, Black Belt Magazine or something, and they're like, yo, dude, you should do this. You're a badass. And he's like, "This is, you're an idiot. And, you know, probably beat the kid over the head like, you're an idiot. This is a fake thing. There's no way this is real. This is like professional wrestling. They get people, they get good people to do professional wrestling things. You take a, you take a fall and you know how it goes. The Globetrotters versus the Generals. Mm-hmm. So Ken's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And so they decide, he goes to do this thing. And in it, he's talking about how like even backstage, he was just waiting for them, someone to come and smarten him up, his words even. Like, at some point, they're going to go, okay, you're going to win the first one. You're going to win the next one. Like, it's because this is clearly, he's like, they're not going to let us just go out there and beat the shit out of each other. There's no rules in this, basically. So <laughs> this is like, we'll get, you get arrested for doing something like that. So I'll just do a fair catch. Yep, we'll just do a fair catch. <laughs> so they did get some big names in the announcers and the color commentators. So there's a famous kickboxer, Bill Superfoot Wallace. Superfoot. Mm. Uh, and Superfoot was one of the announcers. Jim Brown was one of the announcers Jim on the very first. Jim Brown, hell see. yeah. Fucking Jim Brown. Uh, so, all right. It's the first fight. And this is all billed as style versus style. And I'm going to call most of these people kickboxers, but they would, if you can have a different kind or an exotic kickboxing, that's what it was billed at. So it's like, Savat is his, like, he's a kickboxer, okay? It's like a sort of French style <laughs> of kickboxing. But they would, I remember... In another early one, I didn't look up to see when this guy was. It was a Hawaiian bone-breaking martial arts, mm. uh, supposedly. And I was like, that sounds badass. And the guy got mowed down, if I don't mm. remember, uh, yeah. if my memory serves me right. What about the he, other guy's bones, Ben? 
<laughs> yeah, he had to forfeit the next match because he had no bones left. Mm-hmm. Thank God I didn't land the hit. You'd be boneless, my friend. Lucky chokeout. So they it was really tried to be, you know, they would have all these different exotic things. So one guy that they got uh, is a boxer. Um, it is, what's, oh, Art Jimerson. So Art Jimerson was a middleweight Golden Gloves champ. I don't know what his pro career was like. You haven't heard of him, so, you know, he's not the greatest boxer of all time. Art Jimerson is like the most made-up name you can... Yeah. Art Jimerson. Man, I I had to swallow stepping on top of you going, that's not a name. That's just not a name. He's clearly not a name. And he's also dumb as shit. So here's why, in my opinion. This is not... He so again, they were really trying to build this as uh, you know, like a Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. They later would push more on the Street Fighter because the one guy, the fight promoter, was like wanted to have there be something akin to the finish him part of Mortal Kombat. It's like no, you can't pull a spine out. You can't. The fuck are you thinking? Well, not murder, but you know something exa- something not awesome not like the that. Fatalities. Do the friendships. Those you can do. Yeah. yeah. If you're a Mortal Kombat God. fan, so I'm hilarious. Anyway, by the way. They get this tournament put together with it. They find enough people, and they find a place that will let them have this, which I think was Colorado, which has only ever hosted one other MMA event ever because they like don't have an athletic commission somehow or something like that. So they have it there. But what are they going to put it on? Showtime is like, get the fuck out of here with this. HBO, get the fuck out of here. They do some sort of goofy pay-per-view thing with, I don't remember the promotional partner, um, SEG or something like that. So... Great. Hmm. That's the company that's like the main promotion until Dana White buys it in 2001. Okay. Ben, real quick, I'm absorbing what you're saying. I have to point out, this is like you telling me like, all right, so at Bumfight headquarters, I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, what if we had a thing where we just let people wail the fuck on each other? And that was the elevator pitch up into corporations. Yeah, I'm shocked. the The video game where they kill people. Uh, what if we did that? Let's do a, one of those. Let's do that. And this, God, this is even crazier if you guys actually know what this stuff looks like or what it looks like today, but uh, it is bum fights, essentially, at this point. Um, so they're bil- they bill it and pitch it even to the fighters as like, it's going to be style versus style, like in a video game. Jimerson says, well, like in those games, the boxer always lands his jab. So I'm thinking, it's like, the boxer's just never the best guy. <laughs> The boxers are never the best guy. The guy who can no. breathe fire. That's the guy you want to be. Come on. The, the at least boxer. the guy with the lobster claws, not the boxer. You avoid the boxer at all costs. That's not their best one. Ben, let My me know God. if the evolution of the sport has gone beyond this, but as far as I know and I've seen from like what little you know media exposure I've had to it, it's like who can absorb three punches until you get in close enough to choke the other guy out? Not at all. So no, that okay. was, okay. Corey, in the 2000s, I would say, early 2000s, um, that still could happen. So okay. this is, it's a total sport by then. There's rules, which I will explain. <laughs> There's rules. There are actual <laughs> rules. That's when they, they started wearing the gloves. They started, everybody dresses about the same. Although back then, I could get my own like sponsors and have something crazy printed on my butt, on my shorts or something. Now that's not a thing. But anyway, uh Back then, it could be someone who was like a very good collegiate wrestler 
and was just mean enough and could swing his arms versus someone who is a very good striker. And he might, that guy would just put his head down and eat a couple punches and then take him to the ground and, and mash him on the ground. Nowadays, no. Everybody has some wrestling ability. Everybody has some boxing and kickboxing ability and some submission grappling ability because that's the only way now. It, it, it had, it's now purified to a thing where this is a sport and you have to be good at this sport, meaning like the transitions between them and so on. If I just like... Uh, get in a wrestling stance, I'm going to get like kicked in the face or something. And if I just stay in a boxer stance, I'm going to get taken down immediately. And I can't have my guard up like a full boxer because I'm going to get taken down. And so it has to be about here. So there's a whole, there's a whole thing There's a, a meta evolved of what is good and how this works. Yes. From if you go backwards nonsense, in time, I'm guessing. If you go backwards in time, you would have a style versus style, but of people who were very good at it. In the beginning, there's people who just like have a, I'm not going to mention Jim Fight, but people who have their own like goofy ass dojo and everyone has told them they're really they're really awesome. <laughs> sometimes they entered these things, okay? Because hmm. it's like 50,000 bucks, I can I can breathe fire. This is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> you always want the guy who can breathe fire in those games. <laughs> hey, before uh, the bell rings, which one of us is going to win? Yeah, and then they they get mopped every fucking time, just rinsed. So, uh, so now back to the fight. Jimerson, yeah, like, the boxer's always the good one, okay? First fight. First fight of the evening is Taylor Tooley, who is a former sumo wrestler and, like, you know, pretty pretty big dude, versus Gerard Gordeaux, who was a Dutch kickboxer, okay? This fight <laughs> starts, they go in, they kind of bonk into each other, they wreck into the side of the octagon. It was an octagon even back then. But the kickboxer gets back. The sumo starts falling down because, you know, he kind of trips up. And he's getting up right as the kickboxer kicks him in the face. Okay? He, run, oh he runs into it. Gets kicked in the face. One of his teeth goes flying over the announcer. <laughs> Jesus. The kickboxer blasts him in the side of the face with one other punch and another sort of that he glances. And the ref goes, goes in as the guy, like, just flops down. It lasted 21 seconds. This is fight number one. <laughs> oh, my God. Ben, are you saying, as they were stumbling down, he's like, let me help you kick my face by leaning into it, and a tooth went I'm flying. tripping forward while you kick me in the face. Ben, it's like the opening of uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey as the tooth, the bone goes flying in the air <laughs> to the or orchestration, mm -hmm. and the owners just are seeing nothing but money. And, cut to uh, a dollar bill flipping around. Yeah. Yes. Right. Everyone yes. working it is horrified and everyone else just the money look. Yeah. You said you said there were no holds barred and there were no drugs barred, but I think you said they were wearing um mouth guards, right? Even back then? No. No, oh, they weren't. there's no they mouth weren't. guards. Uh, the first okay. UFCs are insane to watch anybody like in them because they're just breathing open mouth with no mouth guard and it's like, what here's the, the thing, fuck like, are you it doing? It doesn't have to be a rule. <laughs> For you to do that, like oh, no. little no, kids, no, no, no. soccer players, three-year-old soccer players wear mouth guards. Yeah, if you're um, a bitch, I guess put one in. Yeah. You want to do that? So you mentioned the, the teeth flying, and I was like, wait, the teeth went flying with a mouth? Okay, no mouth guard. Got it, got it, got it. No okay, mouth continue. guard. So now the reactions to this, yes, one person is like, yep, we're going to make some money. Another person is like, we have this booked for three hours. How are we going to fill three hours of content when the first fight took 20 seconds? Um... Then go back to some of the other promoters who were like, 
oh, thank God the cage held up. We weren't sure if that would work or not. <laughs> um, and then back to Ken Shamrock, who was thinking it's, you know, this is all fake. He was like, he said, back in like the locker room, everyone was quiet for like two seconds. But then everyone was like, whoa. And he was like, then I thought, fuck, yes, this is a real fight. And I am going to go out there and smash the shit out of these motherfuckers. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> so they brought me the and corpse Ken. of the sumo guy in and everyone got erect. Yep. I thought you were going to say, oh, fuck, I'm going to get my ass kicked, which is no, what I'm thinking. No, Shamrock is, a, is an actual badass. Shamrock's I know a badass. he is, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, but that's the difference between he and I. Is He's like, yes, mm. I get to kill people. These are yeah. human dragsters. <laughs> yeah, Matt, these are human dragsters who are like straight away, you say? Wide open, you say? Some of, some of them are, Corey, and some of them, it's like, see, Homer, that's why your car didn't go very fast, because there is nothing under the hood. Well, I imagine Speaking their longevity of, is short in this sport. Speaking of, uh, our old friend Art Jimerson. So during the second fight, he's back in the locker room and he sees Mr. Gordeaux, the kickboxer of that first fight, with the sumo's teeth stuck in his foot because he had two more of the sumo's teeth. So he kicked one out and two more got stuck in his fucking foot. And his broken hand is in a bucket of ice because he broke it, you know. Punch You, you can't just punch people's head. Heads are hard, okay? Boxers wear gloves to protect their hands. So yes, not because they're pussies. He's like, <laughs> because they're pussies. And he's like, hmm, maybe this isn't going to go like those video games. And I was thinking like, yeah, no, it's going to go like those video games, Art. You don't really know how that goes. So Art goes out there. Uh, he's the first one who fights uh, Hoist Gracie. And he's kind of like, look at this guy and his karate. Because Hoist wears, in UFC 1, Full uh, gi, so pants, jacket, and belt. And uh, he just kind of stays away, and uh, Art circles him for a while, circles him for a while, kind of looking and pawing a little bit, and then Gracie just circles away from him, then sh- like gets a low single, takes him down, chokes him the fuck out. Art throws zero punches. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Art, His controller good got disconnected. He's figuring out, how am I going to be in this thing? And, you know, I got to grab. He put one boxing glove on. On his left hand, he wore one single boxing glove so that he could, you know, jab the shit out of it. And then his right hand, he could grab you because you want to be able to grab. And they didn't invent the fingerless MMA gloves yet. So it was a weird look. It kind of didn't work. And then he went back to doing some boxing. I think he had a match two months afterwards. And yeah, Yeah, that's like... Add a little salt water, add a little fresh water, like so. Everything's <laughs> just right in the, middle. in the middle. There we go. All right, I can only grab you with one hand, and I can only punch you with the other. <laughs> so, hey, the rest of this the tournament, um, the <laughs> that kickboxer with now a broken hand and you know teeth stuck in his foot, he wins another match, knocking a guy out. And later he had like months of surgeries back in Holland to like fix his fucking not because he has two broken hands I think if I remember correctly <laughs> he at least has one broken hand and a and a fucked up foot now and he does not go to the finals he's like I I quit because this was a tournament in one day mm-hmm. they have all these fights in one <laughs> one night okay I'm yeah, sorry okay? if you had a wrestling tournament to take place in three hours like you have all of your matches just back 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 back. That, and that's just a six-minute wrestling match. So this is just bad business, Ben. You need a month of that guy showing off the necklace he made of the teeth that got stuck <laughs> in his leg from his last opponent. You want to juice that up a little bit. Hell yeah. Uh, he 
I think he fights again in this. I think so. In, in other UFCs. Um, Gracie and Shamrock don't meet in the finals because of how the bracket was set up. But they have like a real fight. Um, but uh, Gracie gee choked him. He got his gee around him and choked him out. And then later Shamrock's like, fuck. Okay, well, that makes sense that he has that. I, for, I didn't pay attention to that. Um, and then uh, he wins the, the... Gracie wins the whole thing pretty easily. I remember watching this, not even on the first time, on a VHS we got from the library, or the library, um, video connection, at my friend Kaufman's house, and his dad, an excellent hillbilly, uh, is like, we told him that that guy wins. And he's like, no way, that little skinny guy, he doesn't win. <laughs> and then it's like, he watches the fight and he's like, what, what the hell was that? That's, oh, come on. Rewind it, let's and see it again, two out of three. Yep, and we tell him he's winning the next one too, and he's like, "No, he does not." And it's like we've watched the tape before. Anyway, uh, awesome dude. So that's UFC one. Hoist Gracie becomes a name. Shamrock becomes a name. UFC two is really boring, so I've got uh, nothing to tell you about that. UFC three is great. There's a guy named Keith Hackney who has another. Don't forget his name. He comes back. Keith Hackney has a fight. Uh, Keith Hackney, five foot eleven, two hundred pounds. Build as the White Tiger Kenpo Kung Fu style. Sounds awesome. Versus Emmanuel Yarborough. Does that ring a bell, Grant? No. I know Kale Yarborough. <laughs> no. Emmanuel Yarborough, <laughs> six foot eight, 600 pound sumo wrestler. Whoa. 600 pounds okay. versus 200 pounds. And it's like, what the fuck is going to happen here? And uh, yeah, what happens. <laughs> I just rewatched this fight today. Uh, Hackney circles. He circles, he circles, and he's kind of like, you know, as the big sumo's walking him down in the ring, walking him down. And he unloads with a haymaker that looked like he was trying to throw a Hail Mary pass. He's like <laughs> from all the way back here, but blasts Yarbrough in the face, and he's like, burr, 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 and falls down. Um, he, Hackney, instead of just like starting to wail on him, somehow gets half underneath him. The one place you don't want to be. And the stupid sumo, who maybe is punch drunk at the time, doesn't just like pancake on top of him and hold him there. He tries to paw at him and the hackney gets away. And then there's some more punching. They collide, the sumo collides with him and through the cage, it goes, it opens the door on accident and they both fall out or well, hackney falls out. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Comes back in. Uh, there's some kicks, some punches. The sumo catches a kick and then hackney Flops him in the mouth and then hits him a bunch more times in the head. And then the ref stops it because the guy can't take any more punches. And if you watch that, you guys have maybe never hit anybody. It hurts your hand a lot. If you watch this, it it hurts your hands just to watch. Because that sumo is so big, his head isn't moving around. So it's just like banging your head against the skull over and over again. This is like early UFC to me. Let's put a 600-pound sumo with a 200-pound karate guy and see what happens. Ben, and here's the thing that, you know, you got to you got to put like normal people next to this. If you've never seen a fight, there's like two punches and then either both or one are, are dead after that or <laughs> there's like a couple slaps and they hug each other onto the ground and they they just get up really tired and bloody. After like ten minutes of just like 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 two bees wrestling, you're like, what are they even doing? That's what most yeah. fights look like. To be like, I'm gonna punch him, fuck, and then again, like one was <laughs> enough. Yeah, no, tons of times and in like the side and back of the head. So of course, 
Hackney withdraws due to injury. I don't know if they called it hamburger hand or whatever they called it, but certainly his hand was not in any good shape. Um, uh, Shamrock and Gracie uh, also uh, had similar things happen to them because this is a fight tournament, which is stupid. And the finals were between a replacement for Shamrock and a forfeit winner, Gracie, and who cares about that, so it doesn't matter. UFC 4, we're speeding through because I want to talk about the rules here. Um, saw the first serious wrestler. Dan Severn was a two-time All-American and a world gold medal champ. Um, he got to the finals, but he got choked out by Hoist after 15 minutes. If you think that is long, UFC 5 had a super fight between Shamrock and Gracie that was called a draw after 36 minutes. <laughs> 36 uh... minutes. But Severn won the tournament, and Severn went on. He's in the MMA Hall of Fame or UFC Hall of Fame. He's a fucking beast. Actually, that's his nickname, The Beast. So... Around 1996, famous loser and plane crasher John McCain, destroyer of five planes, I can tell you about this his situation, <laughs> crashing three of them before he even got to Vietnam. So anyway, this big dumbass uh, goes on this, this crusade against uh, the UFC. Um, he called it human cockfighting and campaigned to get it banned in all 50 states. This pretty much worked because in response to that the company goes bankrupt and eventually it's bought by Dana White and the Fertitta brothers and then modern UFC rules are instituted in 2001 um some rules some rules are good can we agree some rules are good real quick human cockfighting totally works for me it's not cockfighting (laughs) humans have taken like stepped in and done that that's their choice like I am okay with that like that is the ad for me as soon as you said I was like I am gonna watch one Ben I am (laughs) yeah so, uh, it made some stupid rules. In UFC 9, there was, because of these political pressures, there was a ban on hitting people in the head with a closed fist, which you may know as punching. <laughs> so, that was banned. You had to only, like, slap and bonk people. Get someone's nose. <laughs> yeah, I got your nose, bitch. So, okay, one last story. So, our friend Keith Hackney, that guy that fought that sumo... Uh, in UFC 4, so now we're kind of rewinding, pre-rules era. <laughs> this is definitely pre-rules. So he gets taken down. He's, he's fighting a guy named Joe Sun. And he gets, they kind of go to the ground, and Sun gets a guillotine choke on him. So he's got, like, think of a headlock. So they're kind of still, like, laying, not face-to-face, but something like that. To make him let go of the headlock, Hackney starts blasting Sun in the nuts. <laughs> Full like oh white up, blap, blap, blap. How are you describing more than one? Just kept doing that until he let go of the thing, and then he got on top of him and wins. So uh, he's wearing a cup, you know, probably okay. I assume. Hopefully, but you and can't they wearing just, mouth guards. What are you talking about? No mouth yeah, guards, so maybe no cup either. But uh, yeah, no they, fair they catch. are not wearing mouth guards even at that point. So, so after that, nut shots are finally banned. Groin strikes were okay before that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty crazy to think of. Um, also crazy, that guy Joe Sun, that is who played Random Task in Austin Powers. He was... Uh, okay. So the guy who's doing the odd job, mm-hmm. uh, no you know, kidding. knockoff. Also, he was convicted of gang rape and torture and sent to prison for seven years, hmm. where he beat his cellmate to death and is serving an additional 27 years for voluntary manslaughter. <laughs> He's in prison for 34 years right now. Okay. 
Random task. That's probably why they haven't done a fourth Austin Powers. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> Only reason. I was wondering why he was digital in the last one. <laughs> yep. So they the modern have, rules ban torture. Him a, they shouldn't have given him a shoe in jail. Everyone <laughs> should have known that. Should, you should know better. So that's the that's some early UFC. Hey, there there are lots of colorful stories about the fighters and some specific fights that are kind of fun. But uh, hey, I don't know that I will be doing a repeat. I just wanted to highlight uh, for all of you listeners like that this modern sport in the beginning was just like a crazy circus sideshow, but it was fun. It was fun. Indeed it was. And listeners, we hope you had fun um, with, with this topic. And we want to know what topics, other topics you might have fun with. Uh, you can email us your topic. No topics are barred. Email us <laughs> at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. And to see all the top growing content, you can find us on Instagram. We are at freelegaladvicepodcast. And you, like me... As soon as Ben started making up names like Art Jimerson, you were probably like, ah, this isn't real. And you probably Googled it, and you quickly realized every picture of Art Jimerson online, he's wearing one (laughs) boxing glove on his left hand. Uh, Not just from this particular event, but from trade shows and autograph shows and him being an old washed-up guy who wears one boxing glove on his left hand. Michael Jackson got that from him, actually. Uh, mm, to 100%. see the only picture online of Art Jimerson wearing a boxing glove on his right hand, <laughs> you can, like Grant always mm-hmm. says, you can find that art on Twitter. We're at Free Legal Pod. It's the picture he doesn't want you to see. Yes. Yeah. And if you like the show, name a human cockfighting ring after us, and uh, <laughs> go. You know what? Go four or five years of doing that before you start developing or considering any rules. <laughs> Let the UFC be your guide. Rules can happen down the road. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 194. This question I was very intrigued by. Uh, I may or may not even have a correct answer. Who knows? Question number nine. If you put a shrinky dink in the microwave, will you go back in time? Short answer, yes with an if. Long answer, no with a but. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I can explain. Um, Yes, uh, but you can only go directly back to and live through the 17 minutes and 45 seconds that Jar Jar Binks is on screen during the Phantom Menace. Ooh, that's a monkey's paw of a shrinky dink right there. <laughs> I love to see the shrinky dink, the paw kind of curling. Why yes. you give me the monkey's paw? The, the paw is like curling up and... <laughs> uh, Matt, you're a scientist. I've been drinking a lot of red sodas lately. <laughs> like Big Red and Fago Red Pop. Oh, interesting. But Very tasty. A joy. To answer your question, only if the microwave is set to 88 miles per hour. (laughs) That's why I've seen that in movies, but I don't know if that works in real life. Uh, The correct answer is, oh, gee, I don't know. Why don't you ask my friend Thomas Jefferson? He says, who are you? What is that glowing box? Why has the devil sent you? What is happening? Ah. (laughs) Boom. Ah. Proof. Turning his screams into sarcastic, like, yeah, ah, yeah.
who are you? What's that? Uh. <laughs> but I will say, even though you are all wrong, uh, all of your answers were based on sound scientific principles, so that's two points for each. Damn. Mm. That must uh, put me ahead. Generous. We all got two. Yep. Corey takes the lead. Corey pulls ahead. <laughs> Turn internet over.